0: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the State of the Marauders podcast. We are sponsored, as always, by our girlfriends at D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. Kevin Connolly, who you will hear later on, really called a good game on D1 Media Pro when the Marauders took on Hudson Catholic in the quarterfinals of the state tournament. So, Be sure to subscribe to the NFHS Network and get your daily dose of PrEP Marauder action. And you can do so by paying $10.99 a month. Or if you sign up right now, there is a discounted rate for $69.99 for a whole year of subscription. And that includes getting all the football coverage, getting all the basketball coverage, the baseball coverage. You name it, anything prep athletics that's outside the prep gym, D1 Media Pro will be providing the live streams. So again, make sure to sign up today by going on to nfhsnetwork.com and creating your account today. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about how the basketball team has advanced to the NJSIAA non-public North A semifinals including defeating Hudson Catholic in round four of this epic rivalry to get to the semifinals today, Monday the 7th, against Bergen Catholic, which is a rematch of the 2020 sectional final. It's going to be a good one. Kevin Connolly of the Class of 2016 will come on this week's edition of the State of Morales Hotline to give his thoughts on the Hudson Catholic game, as well as the matchup earlier in the tournament, the first round against Pope John. We're also going to be talking about how the wrestlers and swimmers who competed in their respective individual meter champions down in Atlantic City and Sewell, respectively. So we're going to talk about how they did overall. Again, we had a couple of swimmers go down, we had 10. Guys who competed from regions heading down to Atlantic City. So, a lot of good stuff to talk about. And then, you got to talk about Fitzroy Legister continuing to show why he is arguably the best track performer in the state right now. Lastly, as always, we're going to reveal who you voted for as our Marauder Player of the Week. We can always be found on your listening devices on Apple, on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, any podcast listening device. We are on there, so be sure to search State of the Marauders or follow us on our social media profile at SOT Marauders to see all of our exclusive Marauder content. As always, I am your host, Renato Rodriguez. Again, writing solo for this episode. So let's get right into the results of the week. I want to first talk about the wrestlers because, as I mentioned, we had 10 guys competing in the meet of champions, in the boardwalk, Atlantic City. Always a great venue to attend for wrestling. And as a reminder, the 10 guys who qualified, were Adrian De Jesus, Jake Talrico, Donovan Chavis, Caden Ricciardi, Jonathan Fuller, Felix Latini, Angelo Pellici, Max Netherland, Roger Diaz, and Anthony Harris. So we had 10 guys compete, but only five of the 10 would get medals. And we're going to give a big shout out to this freshman for winning the overall state championship at 106 pounds. Adrian De Jesus would defeat Patrick O'Keefe in the final by decision, an epic match 3 to 2 was the final. And this is the first time a freshman has won the state championship for Saint Peter's Prep. So round of for Adrian De Jesus. So he was one of five guys that medaled. The other guys who medaled include at 120 pounds coming in seventh place, Donovan Chavis at 126 coming in sixth place, Kaden Maturity at 132 coming in in fourth place, Jonathan Fuller. At 138 pounds with his 100th victory as a prep writer. He'll be on that exclusive list at the barn in downtown Jersey City next year. The senior, Felix Latini. So great, great job by those five individuals. Again, the Jesus in first, Alvin Chavis in seventh. Aiden in sixth, Jonathan Fuller in fourth, and Felix Latini in fifth. So five medals to round out the year for your St. Peter's Prep Wrestling Marauders. And they've done such a great job this year. You know, they won the county in the landslide. They won districts. They were the Regent Team of the Year. And now five individual medals again. Congratulations to all. The wrestling marauders out there. And we're going to see you next season as most of them will be returning. So, again, the high expectations within the program next year for wrestling. So, now, we're going to talk about the indoor track team. And Once again, they went to the meet of champions this past week. And... Fitzroy Legister took the gold medal in the 55-meter dash with a time of 6 dirty, five. So again, Fitz, great job. And I think he continues to break records, as we'll see in this other meet that they did this week. He continues to break records, continues to improve his time each and every meet. And... This was sort of a revenge for Fitz, because he lost at Tom's River to Fabian France in the 55-meter dash. This time, he was able to beat him out by 200th of a second. So, great job by Fitz at the meter champions. The indoor track team also competed in the U.S. Army Eastern States Championships in the New York City Armory this past week. Sammy Slade would be in the 35 meter dash. He would end up in second place overall as he'll lose by 300th of a second to the West Orange wide receiver, Makai Green. So, again, you're talking about a little football connection against Sam Slade, Makai Green, facing off against each other. Makai Green won this one by three 100ths of a second. So Sam would end up second in the 35 meter dash. Fitzroy Legister will continue to break records. He would win the 200-meter dash at a time of 21-26. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, Fitzroy Legister continues to prove how dominant he is. Because that was, again, another record that he broke at the U.S. Army Eastern Championships. So another great job by Fitz there as he continues to improve his time in every sort of event that he does. 55 meter, 200 meter, guy just breaks records. Also competing for the Marauders, we have Chad Chamele, Kevin seventh in the 55-meter hurdles. So great job overall by the Marauders. Like Jam Shink also had 12th place in the 55 meter dash. So good way to end the year for the indoor track guys. And as we mentioned last week, it's a good preparation for the outdoor track season, which will begin in about a month or so. Now I want to apologize to the swimming program for not for forgetting to mention their names that went to the meet of champions this week or in last weekend's episode. So I want to give them a quick shout out and then we we'll are talk about how they did at the meet of champions. So the guys who qualified were Evan Briggs, Will Hines, Kenan Wentworth, Frankie Precop, Dave and Tristan as well. And then in the relays, we had Chase, Christian, Thomas and Nick, But only one of those guys would qualify for the second day, And again, this is being recorded Sunday morning. So we're going to wait on the results of how Kevin does at the 200 freestyle. Because he was one of the eighth finalists, ends up in sixth overall. So we'll see how Kevin does. And we're going to talk about his results in next week's podcast. So stay tuned for that. But a good job our swimmers this year. All right, for qualifying for the individual events. And good job to Kellen Woodworth to be one of the eight finals in the 203 stop So, again, great great job all around by the swim program. Again, one of the top teams in the state each and every year. Kellen Woodworth, one of the best swimmers of the year. And, you know, sw- swimming ended up 6-4, and four, so they may not. Again, like the way they end the year in the T-Mobile. But I believe in individual effort. They they, they did a tremendous job. And, again, county champions as well. So, great job out there for the swim program. Okay. Now, talk about the highlight of the week right here, ladies and gentlemen. The basketball team competed in the NJSIA non-public North A bracket the tournament for the sectional title. They were first host Po John at the barn in downtown Jersey City. And we want to apologize for the people who are watching on the MFHS network with a little bit of technical difficulties during that game. So we were able to only stream on demand. So we apologize for that. But early on in this matchup, Prep would would struggle a bit to Pope John. They were they were down thirteen to twelve after the first quarter, but then the Marauders decided to stop playing games, <laughs> pretty lately, as they would go on a twenty six to four run to end the first half. I mean, unbelievable display. They will go into the third quarter with a twenty three eight run. So by that point, game over. Marauders would win it seventy 79- nine. To 41. And Mark Armstrong, once again, the catalyst for the Martyrs with 22 points, four rebounds, two assists, four steals, and a block. Jackson Tindall, second leading scorer with 13 points, five rebounds, and assist, and two steals. Also, Tyle Lingham with 10 points, four rebounds, three assists, and Zion Fowler with eight points as well. So, that was a good jump start for the Moors before they took on the Hudson County Rivals. Hudson Catholic at Hudson. Sold-out crowd. Big-time Hudson crowd. I mean, it was pretty much three quarters, free quarters Hudson, one-quarter prep support. It, it was an absolute atmosphere to be at. I mean, standing room only What was the name of the game here. And th- this this game was so back and forth, run after run. And the Marauders and the Hawks, number five, number six, and in state New Jersey, would be tied at the half because Hudson started off, up 16-13. Then Prep would go up 16-13 in the second quarter, so it was tied at 29 at the end of the first half. And if you're a marathon you got worried after that third quarter, Hudson took a five-point lead into the fourth. And this is Hudson County Bathwell. So the first to 50 usually wins these games. And for the Marauders, they were the first ones to get to 50. They would win it 52-49, to and they would end the game on a 17-9 run in the fourth quarter. Mark Armstrong would have 15 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, a block, and a steal. But that's not the, the, the player of the game. The player of the game. Jackson Tindall, 16 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, and a block. What an unbelievable performance by the junior. And he would get the game-winning basket with about a minute left to go. Mark Armstrong would drive down the lane. It would rim out of the rim. But Jackson Tendo falls up with a tip to give the Marauders a lead that they would not relinquish. Again, Hudson Catholic, top Pettiford, 14 points in this one. Alex Massung, 11 points. Elijah, Elijah Gertrude, 13 points. Those guys will be coming back next year. So I know it's round four. I know it's now time for the semifinals against Bergen. But this Hudson Prep rivalry will not go away next year, ladies and gentlemen. That's for sure. So, I mean, this was an epic battle. Both teams split the series. I mean, congratulations to St. Peter's Prep for advancing to the semifinals against Bergen Catholic. And if you remember, in 2020, that was the last game before COVID started to shut things down across the state. I mean, that was an epic double overtime battle in Elizabeth. Both teams were going back and forth, haymaker after haymaker. It was it was a very impressive battle. So the Marauders went to go up to Bergen Monday tonight, 7 p.m. And Bergen has won two of the last three matchups. But again, this, the, the prep Bergen rivalry extended to the football team's I mean, it's just, it's just one of the big rivalries in the state of New Jersey. So, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in though, on Monday night. So, Kevin Connolly did the call for the Hudson game. And he's going to have some thoughts for us on these two games as a whole. On this week's edition of the State of the Morales Hotline. So, Kevin, take it away, buddy.
1: Man, Renato, what a week for St. Peter's basketball. I mean, well, you look at senior night against Pope John, uh, a little bit slow start. Normally on those senior nights, normally you come out blazing or you come out a little uh, winded. Um, Prep came out a little winded, but man, did they turn it on once that second quarter got underway. And then the Hudson Catholic game, what more can you say about that? I mean, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth they went. And um, Prep just made more plays in the fourth quarter than Hudson Catholic did. I mean... Every person that stepped on the floor for Prep on Friday night made a contribution. Um, Normally, Mark Armstrong, deservedly so, gets all the headlines. Uh, But Jackson Tindall, Tyler Lingham, Zion Fowler, uh, Matt Kinsler came down with some massive rebounds in that fourth quarter. Ben Guy made some big shots throughout the game. Um, Prep just played outstanding team basketball, uh, especially in that fourth quarter. They went into that fourth quarter trailing by five, I think. Um, It was just an incredible game. So happy to be there. Um, and and now things start to get tough. Bergen Catholic on the road in the sectional semifinal. Man, buckle up because this is going to be a good one. Um, star guards all over the court. I mean, obviously, Mark for for prep. Um, you have Will Richardson and Julian Brown for Bergen. Um, and then Bergen has, has their beast down low in um, Terry Copeland. Um, Elliot Cadeau still going to be out for Bergen. He hasn't played all year. Uh, man, Bergen would be really good if they had him on the floor. Um, but they, they've slipped a little bit. Um Prep has had a better overall season. I think people expected Bergen to be a better team at this point in the year, but man, um according to the current rankings, people think Prep definitely has a chance to win and it seems like this team always rises to the occasion on the road. So, really excited to see what Monday brings. Um hopefully for Prep, um a berth in the in the sectional uh championship awaits them.
0: Welcome to the State of Moreas Hotline, sponsored by the Torna Benny Group. They provide leadership solutions for non-profit organizations, professional fundraising, interim executives, and strategic marketing. They also provide sales, fundraising, and executive solutions for New Jersey businesses. For more information, call 201-932-0100 today. That's 201-932-0100. Thank you to Kevin and the rest of the D1 Media Pro team for doing such a tremendous job covering that Hudson Catholic game. We hope to have coverage at the Bergen Catholic game on Monday, so stay tuned on my Twitter account, at SPP for those updates. He would also interview Jackson Tindall and Mark Armstrong after the game against Hudson to get their post-game thoughts. So let's send it out to Kevin to get to hear what jackson and mark would have to say
2: here with jackson Tyndall after st peter's prep beats hudson catholic in the state quarterfinal jackson th- this game was back and forth the entire way what was your emotions like through those four quarters well i mean up and down you know you know through the good and through the bad i i try to say you know a level head and even coach preaches attitude 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 in, in times where you're, you're up five or you're down five to stay poised you know Continue to work, work, and get the job done. That's what we did tonight. Now, Mark went in for a layup. What about a minute to go? It spun out. You were there, right man, right time to tip it in, and that really propelled you guys to this victory. Walk me through that play. Well, you know, Mark came down. You know, when I see Mark go to the basket, that means I should follow because he could miss or something could happen, and I could be there to clean it up. And that's what happened tonight. And then you ice the game at the free throw line. What's that moment like, game on the line, you're there, and you put it away with a free throw? Well, I mean, I, I want to be in that moment. I worked hard for this. My sophomore year, I didn't play very much. My freshman year, I didn't play very much. And I got ready during the offseason. I knew this was going to be the type of environment, type of game that I need to really perform in, and I did the job tonight. Jackson, we'll see you at Bergen Catholic on Monday. Thank you. Here with Mark Armstrong after St. Peter's Prep, a three-point win over Hudson Catholic in the state uh, quarterfinals. Mark, it seems like you always rise to the occasion on the road. What was this atmosphere like to play in?
3: Uh, great. Uh, we've been working since the summer to the fall to the winter before the season started in scrimmages. Just uh, coach prepared us for this crowd. And just staying together as a team, not worried about the fans, yelling at us, that's just part of the game. We had to stick to our game plan.
2: Now I, I know revenge was on your mind. You played them on Saturday. Yeah. To come into this building and it was it was a game of runs. Yes, it was. Just this game kind of encapsulated your time here at St. Peter's. Yes. Just what was this moment like? Uh, just leaving my
3: legacy in Hudson County. Uh, we had. We lost twice to them, and I told coach, uh, this is about legacy for both of us. So I came in I came in against Hudson, so I had to leave out on Hudson. and we came out and did that. My teammates had my back. I didn't just do it by myself. Jackson, Zion, Tyler, Matt, Ben, Jordan, the whole team.
2: So all the way down to the bench, helped us over. Now, you looked like you almost had the, the game-winning floater. It spun out, and that guy over there, Jackson Tindall, came for the putback. You, like you said, you're, this was a collective team effort. Yes. Everyone who stepped on the floor made a contribution. What does that tell you about your guys' depth? Uh, just um,
3: the development of this program. Uh, this program is great. Coach explains how that everybody in this program. So a next man up mentality, and I missed the layup. Jack was there and got my back.
2: So that was, that's what we worked on in practice, offensive of rebound and crashing the boards. Mark, I don't know if I'm breaking any news to you. See you at Bergen Catholic on uh, Monday night. How's that sound? Yeah, rematch from two years ago. The last game before COVID shut everything down. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you there. All right. Great great one. Congratulations. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you to Jackson and Mark for their analysis and thoughts. Thank you to Ken for interviewing them. Now, let's talk about some other news of the week. And there's really nothing else to talk about except for the fact that spring. It's in the year. We're now in March. March Madness. College basketball is coming around. But we have to talk about the spring season coming up this month and starting into April as well. So we're going to have some previews on the podcast coming up. As of right now, again, these dates are tentative, so these might change. But on the March 21st episode of the podcast, we will have lacrosse, crew, And rugby previews. On the March 28th edition of the podcast. We have strictly the baseball preview. We usually like to keep that one a single one. The volleyball and golf teams. will get their preview on April 4th. And for outdoor track. That date was still to be determined. So again. We have a lot of content these next couple weeks on the podcast. So stay tuned. But now. It's the time that you've all been waiting for, I am sure. You've all been waiting for this. It's time for the Marauder Player of the Week Award. So, let's meet the nominees from last week's episode. So first, from the wrestling team, we had freshman Anthony Harris. We had... The senior from the ice hockey team, Mike Bankovitz. We also have this senior from basketball, Mark Armstrong. And of course, this junior from eSports, Johan Varghese. So, four very good candidates. And it's going to be interesting to see who, who the fans voted for. So... Without further ado, let's get a drum roll, please. And the winner of this week's Marauder Play of the Week Award, with a whopping 75% of the votes, this junior from Jersey City, Johan. Varghese. Congratulations to him and the rest of the Esports team for getting their first Morata Player of the Week award. He led the League of Legends team to their first trophy of the year. As we're continuing to see the development of Esports team, of the Esports team as another big team within the program and. Who knows? Maybe they will become a varsity sports soon. We'll find out. But great job again for eSports. And hope to get more updates throughout the year within the eSports program. So now we have another four nominees for next week's Marauder Player of the Week Award. And I I think these group of cats are a great group right here. We have, from the wrestling team, the first ever freshman to win a individual state sectional for St. Peter's Prep. Adrian Jesus from Indoor Track. This guy who continues to break records left and right. Who won the 55-meter dash at the meter champion. The gold medal award winner, senior, futsal, legister. There's Junior from basketball, who absolutely shows why he is one of the premier players in the state and will be a force to be reckoned with next year. The double-double man, Junior, Jackson, Tyndall. And, of course, we can't have a potential on me without mentioning this guy because he has won his hundredth. 130- career victory for prep wrestling, this senior, Felix Latini. So, again, a lot of good candidates. And as always, we will have the link to vote on our social media profile, at SOT Marauders. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, you have until 11.59 p.m. on Wednesday, March 12th, to cast your vote. So, spread the word, and vote for who you think deserves to be the Marauder Player of the Week Award. So that is going to do it for another episode of the State of the Mars podcast. I want to thank everyone who joined this week, including Kenan Connolly, Mark Armstrong, Jackson Tindall. We appreciate it. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in to this week's episode and each and every episode and continue. To spread the word of the State of Mars podcast by sharing our social media profile at SOT Marauders to everyone you know, and continue to check them out for all of the latest updates. We're going to wish all the prep athletes good luck this week, and for all you listening, we're gonna see you all next week. And as always, let's go prep. Hey, this is basketball head coach Alex Merrivel, and
3: you are listening to the State of Marauders podcast sponsored by D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports.